Sisters, friends, this is Owning Her Seed, a podcast highlighting women who are in entrepreneurship, culinary, and the restaurant industry. I am here with Monisha Braggs, and I am absolutely thrilled to have this serial entrepreneur and mother on my show today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being here. She's an Aquarius like me, so you guys know it's automatically. Yes. (laughs) It's a go. So for those who not know you, tell us about you. Introduce yourself. Okay, so again, my name is Monisha Braggs, originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is the second biggest city in Michigan, Um, so right outside of Detroit. Um, Migrated down here to Georgia for schooling. Um, So I did some high schooling. I did some schooling here in Georgia, and then I also did college in Georgia. Um, So yeah, that's who I am. I mean, a mother first, well, a woman of God first, a mother second. And um, yeah, entrepreneur. Okay, so we're going to talk about these businesses. <laughs> okay. okay, so you recently purchased a Subway franchise. I did. What made you want to get into franchising? So honestly, I, I didn't. To be real with you, I said I wasn't. I was done with the whole restaurant business. Um, really? Why? Yes. Well, the thing about it is like. So just to kind of give you a little bit of background with Moyo, I literally didn't do, I didn't hire like a general manager. I mean, not a general manager. I didn't hire like a general contractor. I literally did everything myself because my background is project management. So when it came to like licensing, getting my permits, things of that nature, that was on me. I literally was up there with my, (laughs) with all of my um, blueprints and everything. The renderings, everything. everything. Yeah. So I literally... Um, design Moyo from the beginning to the end, and it was a lot. Um, so I said if I was going to get back into the restaurant business, I want to be able to own something and just keep it moving. Like, I don't want to build it from the beginning to the end, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when this opportunity came up, I was like, okay, why not do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's already, you know, already have employees and already have everything that we need. I'm just coming in, making sure everything is ranked properly, and that's when I decided to jump into it. Oh my God. So I know you said your background is project management. How did you make the leap from corporate to entrepreneurship? Okay. Well, honestly, what to think about it is, let's, let's just talk about this for one second. I'm technically still in the corporate world. I actually work for Emory. I'm a project manager for them. I am. Yeah. So people wonder, like, how? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> like, We're about to get into all these businesses, <laughs> but I like the way you use your company time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So people ask all the time, like, how are you able to do this? And me personally, to be honest, like, it's never one of the things. I never honestly thought that I was just going to be this entrepreneur, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, I always wanted to work for a big corporation. Like, it was just something in me, you know? I like and, my benefits. Yeah, not only the benefits, but just learning. Like, things that I learned working for a corporate company, I honestly take those tools and I apply them within my businesses, if that makes sense. Of, of course. Um, and there's certain things that you honestly would not know if you didn't work for these companies, you know? So instead of me having to hire someone to do everything to, you know, for example, with my other business, by running reports and um, doing different pivoting and all these things, I can do that myself, you know, because I have that experience. So I don't have to hire someone to run reports for me to look and analyze numbers because I know how to do that. So I think this is a very good conversation because right now we live in a culture, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. And I don't think there's enough conversations that says, entrepreneur is entrepreneurship is already hard but you don't have to make it harder like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be broke doing it you can use your nine to five to leverage it and really make you more money yes why um so let's get into your taxes because that's 
That's how I even, how I, that is your baby. What made you start getting into taxes? Um, So honestly, it was years ago, probably it's been over 10 years. Um, I started off honestly just working closely with a friend, referring clients. Um, Then I started doing data entry and then I started to like start to prepare. And then I took a leap and kind of went on my own. I went on my own and just opened my own tax company. And from there, I literally started to teach others how to do it. Um, So I've been teaching probably about seven years for now. That's huge. And then we have the sleepwear. Yes. Which is very sexy, ladies. So if you want to cook your man some breakfast and some cute little shorts, okay, fit it. This is this is the what made you get into sleepwear? Because I love loungewear. That's yeah. another thing, like doing things that you love, right? I personally love, like we work from home now, right? Yes. That's like everyone's doing that. Yes. So me personally, I literally love being able to put on some sleepwear or a loungewear or a nice little onesie and be working comfortably. So that's the reason why I personally wanted to start um, Dream Sleepwear. I love it. Okay, so how do you manage everything? Like you have so much going on, you're a mom, you have a full-time job, you have all these businesses. Mm -hmm. How do you manage everything? Time management. Time management is critical. Um, And then also having structure. And that's the reason why I personally haven't left um, the corporate America because it provides me a structure, honestly, that I I need. You know, we're Aquarius, right? I can't speak for everyone else. But I personally need need structure. Um, I have to have a schedule. I have to, like, if I don't have um, just my agenda wrote down a day before or my agenda wrote down a week before, then I'm like, I'm discombobulated. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm lost. So (laughs) that is how I'm able to manage everything. It's literally um, good time management skills, having structure, and just... Um, know my weakness as well. Like I know that I forget things easily. So if I don't jot this down, then hey, I'm going to forget. So I use the iPhone. I literally use the notes in it. I use my calendar and it helps me to stay organized. I love it. So most people working at a great company like yours, having a cushion job, what made you decide to get into entrepreneurship? Like what a lot of people want to get off work, I worked my nine to five. Let me turn on some Netflix and chill. What made you decide like, you know what? I want to make some more streams of income. To be honest with you, I've been working at this particular company for two years, and I haven't touched my check in two years. So honestly, um, for me, it it wasn't about the money. It honestly was just about because my tax company in thirty days, in ninety days, I, I, you know, we we do really really well. Um, So that money right there is really more important than any other income that I have. So me staying in entrepreneurship, I mean, me staying in the corporate world had nothing to do with money. For me, it was just about the experience, um, the experience that it gives me and just the knowledge. You know, I love learning. So I love that. Okay. So literally, as you built your businesses, what were some things that you wish you would have known before you got into it? Okay. So we dream sleepwear. Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) So with Dream Sleepwear, so I've been working in this service business for so long where I'm just providing a service and I've been doing this for many, many years. And I had no idea the type of, um, just the the interactions you got to have when it comes to a product. Yes. Um, Coming to a product, you have to post all the time. You have to stay engaged and all those things. So that's something that I'm learning. I'm trying to um, do better with that. And so that business can definitely grow. So that's one of the things that I have learned um, just dealing with Dream Sleepwear. Um, with Moyo Cool Treats, um, oh goodness, my, it's my baby, but one of the things I love, so my first year doing business, um, Moyo Cool Treats was great. Yes. Um, you know, oh goodness, it was just everything. Um, but what, one thing I learned is that people don't like to work. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, so even these high schoolers, like, it, it was, goodness, oh, my God. They would literally come to work sometime, like, oh, I got to go somewhere, and then, like, leave or call in. So that was one of the things that I had to learn about just running an actual storefront or a shop, if that makes sense, yeah. a restaurant. Uh, human behavior yeah. is unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely. So those are some things that I learned, like, okay, you know what? Solid employees are so important. And um, I can't even speak on it right now because we don't even know what's coming up. <laughs> but yeah, those are some things that I learned. So literally getting into entrepreneurship, managing your corporate position, how have you been able to leverage? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like you're always, it seems like you're growing, 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 growing. What is like your end goal for everything? Um, You know what? I'm honestly not focused on the end goal. I'm honestly, yeah, like right now, I'm just every year trying to elevate and um, do better, if that makes sense. Of Um, course. So last year was my first year going on tour. I um, Oh, that's so huge. Yep, so I did a tax tour last year, and um, this year I am um, set to do six different cities. So I'm excited about that. I'm coming to um, Michigan. I'm coming to Mississippi. I'm coming to Dallas. I'm coming to Ohio. And I'm coming to Arizona and then Atlanta, of course. So I'm excited about that. Um, So, yeah, I don't have an end goal. My goal is just to continue to grow, continue to just do well. I love it. So getting into entrepreneurship, I don't know how this was with you, but like when I first got there, a lot of people didn't know what I was doing. And I I felt like my support was going to be stronger from people I knew and it wasn't as strong. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you experienced that, but how did you, if you did experience that, how was that? Mm -mm -mm. So I've experienced that on so many different levels. Um, Goodness, I can't, goodness. (laughs) We can write a book, right? I I could literally (laughs) write a book about this. Um, My most, um, my most success have came from strangers. Um, Even with Dream, I just knew like, oh, once I launched this brand that all my friends and family was going to support me. They was just going to have every collection that came out. I get more support from like just random strangers, just thanks to hashtags and stuff like that. Just literally going on to the website and buying like sleepwear or bags or the cute little teddy bear slippers that everyone's wearing. I get way more support from friends and I mean from just um, strangers. How did that, how did you get over that? Cause a lot of times that breaks people like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, maybe my product's not as hot as I think it is because you know, people I know that's not supporting me. So if people I know that's not supporting me, maybe strangers aren't, how did you get over that? I can't fully say that I'm completely over it. Honest with you, but it, I look at my tax business, right? My tax business. I remember my first year, my first year, I literally made a list of everyone who I felt like would support me. And, um, my first year, just to be completely honest, I had, a, I did, my goal was a hundred and I had over, I had 106 and nobody from that list that I wrote down supported my business. Now, um, years in and that business has doubled. I probably have, thou- I got thousands of clients right now, to be honest with you. And they're slowly coming over, but I still have some friends and family who don't support my business. And guess what? I, that doesn't stop me from being a millionaire. So yeah, yeah. you better say I don't. I, you better say <laughs> no, it. Just speaking the truth. How do you balance being wearing multiple hats? Because the way you operate sleepwear is not the same way you operate the tax mm-hmm. company, and the tax company is not the same way you operate Moyo. So you have to wear 
different hats because you're diff- dealing with different consumers. How do you how do you do that? Oh, that's a good one. So say, for example, when I'm at work, I'm just one person who like whenever I'm into something, I'm going to give it 100% if that makes sense. Yes. So when I'm at work, they don't know that I have this multi, I mean, this million dollar company. Yeah. They know me of Mo. Mo's a project manager. Mo's going to come in. She go do her meetings. She go run her team and she go get the job done. Um, and then when they tell me things like, oh, you're doing such a great job, I'm just like, how the hell? <laughs> and I curse, like, how yes. the hell am I doing this? Um, so I'm so excited. And I just thank God, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm in tax season, I'm full of tax seasons. My clients are number one to me. I literally give them all of my attention. I make them treat. I treat them as they are just my only client, if that makes sense. I love that, though. Tax yes. season, like even in off season, people call me, hey, I need my tax return. Hey, I got a question. I need help filling this out. I'm there for them. You know, I just try to give them that undivided attention. So. Well, you're a child of God, but you also are a mother. I am. And how do you instill into your children hard work and ethics? Because it's lots of times, you know, we try and give our kids everything that we did not have, mm-hmm. but sometimes we're missing some of the things that we did. So how do you make sure to instill hard work value still why mm-hmm. you know providing a cushy life for the kids oh they got to come with me um <laughs> they know how hard I work um tax season my kids are in their tax office with me I literally just <laughs> had a conversation with my daughter I'm like hey you're gonna start running my social media I'm gonna pay you every month you need to start um literally you need to start um researching how to do this how to do that she's 13 but it's time now you know you're gonna be a part of the family business yes so you're going to do this. My son also worked um, in the frozen yogurt shop in the summers. Um, this tax season, he literally came Saturday and Sunday. He was helping send the clients their documents. No, this is a family business. <laughs> they want shoes. They want design. They want these kids are crazy now. These kids, you, I remember back in my day, you didn't eat with the grownups ate. Mm-mm. Okay, I wish Mm-mm. I would have been eight years old <laughs> okay. saying I wanted some crablets. Right. Are you crazy? Yeah. The, I think the bougiest thing we had was like you got instead of like a hot dog, you could have got a broth. You know what <laughs> <Okay>. I mean? <laughs> right. No, seriously, that's so funny. These yeah. kids are so they're so different, and it's just like I feel like this time is so interesting because during our parents' time, if you wanted to make a hundred dollars, you had to like really figure it out yeah. right now we can pick up a phone do a DoorDash, do a uber eats like there's so many ways to utilize technology and making money absolutely it's and insane. i absolutely love it but i do remember times like growing up in michigan where i would literally be shoveling snow to get money raking leaves to get money just always had a hustler mentality yeah and so yeah these kids don't have to do that no more but that doesn't mean be lazy, right? Yes. You got to figure out how to make sure you are still being able to provide and you want things, right? So if you want some Jordans, okay, they're 100, you need to come up with 30. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for the whole thing, so yeah. But that's that's fair, though, because I feel like it teaches kids how to be responsible because what happens is, like, when they get older, the simplest inconvenience, yeah. they're having nervous breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you have to work hard for what you want. Mm-hmm. Um in this industry with technology and things like that, how are you maneuvering with kids? Because it's such a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's everything for me. I don't know. I, I think I'm one of them parents. Don't judge me. I'm um, not. My daughter is in one room and I'll text her like, hey, come in here. Because back in the day, your mom would yell, hey, come yeah, back in get here. Get the remote. <laughs> get the remote. But now it's like, hey, come in here. I need you to help me. Go grab the remote. Like texting me. Listen, texting them. Go grab the remote for me. Keep them humble. Yeah. Keep them humble. <laughs> like, really, mom? Yeah. Go grab that remote. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. 
Well, literally, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You have been a gem. Literally, make sure you guys follow her on social yes. at Monisha Braggs. And go Okay, um, I have a couple. So yes, I, please. Yeah, so you can actually follow my um, my personal Instagram, and it has a link to all of my businesses. Instagram It's Money Chase Me on Instagram, and then you can follow Dream Nationwide Tax Pros if you're interested in learning how to do taxes, or Moyo Cool Treats if you're in the Snellville area. Thanks for having me. Until next time. <laughs>